I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes ebay motors is here for the ride elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own led headlights spoilers whatever you need ebay motors has it at affordable prices and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply we're likable. We're affable. I mean, I'm a yelly person. Yeah, but you're good yelly. You're not yeah. like I'm not angry yelly. yelly. Yeah. yeah. Or the president. <laughs> you mean like that? The president. <laughs> oh yeah, the president. Welcome oh, no. to page seven. The president. The plane and the president. He goes to the moon. <laughs> I'm Marcus Parks. I'm Jackie Zabrowski. I'm Molly Nuffle. Oh man, we are in January second, and oh. What a New Year's Eve we had. Oh my we, God. Did. we drank a toast to innocence. We drank a toast to time. <laughs> we tried to reach beyond the emptiness, but neither one knew how. <laughs> Old Lang Syne, everybody. Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne? Well, I tried to get Henry to play it on repeat. It's Old Lang Syne, not like uh, Old, old, old Lang Syne. Yeah, no. Where the snow turns into rain, which is exactly <laughs> what's happening right now. <laughs> that is exactly what's happening. That is outside New York City, but you know, it's somebody on New Year's Eve. We had a great time. We all we were together with friends. It we was were, a hullabaloo. It was a hullabaloo. It was nothing but fun times. But day two of hangover. Oh yeah, day two of hangover. <laughs> yeah, it is continued into today. Yeah, but. A short distance away from where we were God, in Williamsburg, so Brooklyn, so close. Mariah Carey. Star fell. As many of us were so blessed to see 2016 go, uh, and and embrace the new year with warmth and readiness and positive energy and looking forward to the future. Another one of us just walked right off the stage. <laughs> you know, and I can't blame Came her. up in her nudie, nudie suit. And I'm not talking about the old country suits. <laughs> that outfit, huh? Oh, boy. I watched the video that. several times yeah. um, in an effort to understand it. Well, I mean, if you watch it with a musician the way I did, Doug went crazy that people were ripping her apart. Yeah, why is so, that? So, I mean, everyone knows what happened with Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. but that the sound screwed up, and, and she was obviously pissed off. Her backup dancers are still dancing. <laughs> and Doug's like, you don't understand what it's like to be on the stage, and you can't hear yourself. It you sucks. can't perform. You can't do it. <laughs> No wonder she acted like that. He's like, most people would act like that. I was like, but she acted like a bitch. Mm -hmm. There were other ways to deal with it. And he's like, well, she must have been terrified. I was like, there's no fucking way. She's so pilled out of her fucking mind. (laughs) There's no way she was terrified or upset. She was just inconvenienced Mm -hmm. is what she looked like. I would agree with that, but I do agree with Doug as well. It would have been impossible for her to perform like that because what had happened is that her earbuds uh, that were going to pipe in the music to her for her to lip sync along to or to at least slightly sing, uh, four minutes before she went on stage, boom, they went out. Ah. So she, all she really had were the monitors that were going out, the speakers (laughs) that were going out into the crowd, so she couldn't hear herself. However... She could have handled it much better. What I love is that they, as the music continued to play, that the high-pitched notes kept, like, <laughs> that obviously she wasn't singing those notes, and that they kept being like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, 
in the middle. I'm standing up there. <laughs> but okay, but but what what should you do? There should be somebody should write a book. The best practices to a lip sync meltdown. Well, <laughs> I mean, especially I mean, obviously the whole thing wasn't lip sync. There was like you would have heard yeah. more of it yeah. happening. Um, I someone posted um an, an an issue with Adele's music and how she handled it. Now the thing was again watching it with a musician, which we really took the magic out of me doing this <laughs> because I was like, look at watch how Adele takes care of it like a fucking queen when her music goes out. But the thing was that it wasn't that her earbuds went out, the monitors went out, so the audience couldn't hear her, hear the music. Ah. Couldn't They could just, like, and her mic went out. So she just kept singing, but the audience filled in the song for her. Yeah. And then in the end of the song, she was like, why are you all clapping out there? Why, why are you all getting jaunty out there? And, like, <laughs> and she was like, a what? The mic fucking went out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And you all just sung the song. Bravo. I didn't even know. I just kept singing. I just keep singing up here because she had no idea. So she just sang the whole fucking song. Oh, she's flawless. I just love her so much. Yeah. But apparently that's a big difference besides not being able to hear yourself when you sing. Um, what maybe she could have gone and correct me if I'm wrong, Marcus, because you know about microphones. Could she have gone out in the audience to to hear? Like if they, she didn't have a monitor facing her, could she have just gone where she could have heard? Possibly, but I wouldn't see Mariah Carey climbing out to <laughs> no. rub elbows with the hoi polloi. Not in that outfit. <laughs> My God, yeah, in her skin suit with the commoners, <laughs> <laughs> or at least like. I don't know, make a joke or be like, I can't hear anything and like do something to entertain the audience rather than just like, this isn't the song playing mic check. What's going on here? And her voice, 20 octaves deeper than it used to be. Yeah. Which, I mean, not that I should talk, but I did watch a video on YouTube of, it was like, watch this crazy video of Mariah Carey prank call, like prank calling her assistant. And it was terrible. Mm. I watched it three times. Trying to make her look like a human? <laughs> I guess, but it wasn't. It was just mean. Mm -hmm. Because she looked over and she's like, I want mozzarella sticks. <laughs> and someone's like, well, you got to call. Like, uh, someone call her assistant. She goes, no, no, I'll call her. I'll call her assistant. Give me give me the someone. Give me a phone. And so she gets on the phone. And she goes, hi, this is Mariah Carey's aunt. And she wants mozzarella sticks. And you better get it for her. What are you wearing? <laughs> and then asked her, but it wasn't fun. Like, they're all of her, like, team is just like, <laughs> Mariah, Mariah, are you crazy, girl? You're so crazy. And it wasn't great. It was just awful and bad and long. Ugh, that's absolutely awful. And now the blame game has begun. You know, Mariah. The sabotage. Yes, the sabotage. Yeah. They're saying that she, her performance was, in fact, sabotaged by the Dick Clark Rock and New Year's Eve team. Which, no offense to Mariah, but nobody cares about Mariah Carey enough to sabotage her. But the thing is that it was for, they said for ratings, mm -hmm. for people to watch oh, it, not, for people to YouTube it after it. Not that, for, like, political persecution. No, no, no. <laughs> Just because, like, to get ratings that they did that to her since she was, like, the biggest star on the show for the night. Yeah, and, and isn't it weird that they chose Mariah Carey? Yeah, she's it's the biggest star on the show for the night. That's Dick Clark's corporation. Fault. It's because it's it's Ryan Seacrest now. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, they need to get somebody. The person, so whoever I was watching, was Carson Daly there? I was at a restaurant where the TV, you couldn't see it, and so you had to watch the reflection of the TV in a fish tank. Mm -hmm. uh, and cool. some of the person I was with was like, Carson Daly's hosting. And I was like, no, it's not Carson Daly. That's Ryan Seacrest. And the person I was with was like, I think it's Carson Daly. And it was just like an argument. It was definitely Ryan Seacrest. But maybe he showed up at another point, or this person just mistook They one do look exactly the same. Completely mediocre a host with another. I think they bring him around. I think, because didn't he do it for a little while? It yeah. seems like something he would do, you yeah. know, but he's so unmemorable. That Is that one of those Mandela effect things where we remember him doing it, but he didn't actually do it? Right. Except. I, what, like Nelson Mandela? Yeah, it's a whole thing. I'm not going to get into it. Oh, I was going to say that. If we get into that, we're never coming out. <laughs> we're going to have to do that off. Right, I'll to, okay, I'll do, I'll do yeah, a, yeah. Like a I mean, well, just, just very, very quickly, for do you remember it being Berenstein Bears or Berenstain Bears? Berenstain Bears. See, mo see, that's the thing. Most people remember it being Berenstain Bears. It is actually Berenstain Bears. It's, spe it's been spelled that way the whole time. Yeah, the whole time it's been Berenstain Bears. It Yet just sounds like they got stains on their paws from all their masturbation. <laughs> 
And mama bears are like, oh, no, don't you do it. <laughs> and baby brothers like, yes, I will all over your quilts, mama bear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, brother. <laughs> There's another example of the Mandela effect that's even closer to home here, uh, which mm-hmm. I don't know if I should even. Come on, give it, give it. Sounds the, like a the, No, it's not my <laughs> it's fault. Actually not. It's actually not. Uh, sin, well, how do we set it up? Well, okay. So, do you remember the movie Kazam? Oh, I, I read about this. Yeah, it's Shaq. Yeah, it's Shaq. However, there are large swaths of the population that remember the movie Kazam, not with Shaquille O'Neal as the genie, but Sinbad See, as the genie. The thing is, I loved Sinbad so fucking much as a kid that there's no way in the world I would ever think that. And they they think that the movie was called Shazam, not Kazam. Mm-hmm. They and think I, there's two movies, or they just mixed up the one? Yeah, and I remember it very specifically as Kazam. I remember it very specifically that Shaquille, I was like, oh, that's weird that Shaquille O'Neal's a genie now. I remember that very specifically. However, there are a lot of people that remember it very specifically as Sinbad. And what the Mandela effect presupposes is that there are parallel universes that are constantly shifting in and out at all times. And sometimes we fall out of, say, the small things like, you know, Berenstein, Berenstain bears. Sometimes we fall out of the Berenstein bear universe into the Berenstain bear universe. It's called the Mandela effect because there are many people who distinctly remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison when in fact we know that he did not. Really? That's why it's called the Mandela effect. Whoa, I didn't know that. Because that's the biggest thing. A lot of times it's very small things, very tiny things. There are bigger things like Shazam Kazam. Uh, and sometimes it's small thing like Berenstein Berenstain. So it's not Ooh. false memory. It's actually a different universe. It's a parallel universe shifting Whoa. in and out. Reality is thin, Molly. I Reality like it. is very thin. Yeah, I, I, I found that I was a big Berenstein Bears fan, and so I found that thing to be, like, really fascinating, but also I didn't appreciate being told that I was wrong. I was like, Berenstein Bears. <laughs> <laughs> but that is was, something that I would fight over drunkenly for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, fuck you. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would, like, end a friendship. But then you read about it, and you're like, oh, okay, so if it's parallel universe, that's even better. That's fantastic, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. In fact, there's a parallel universe where Mariah Carey did wonderfully on uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve. I don't think and so. It, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that exists. <laughs> well, I mean, she's the only thing that she's really said so far is she just tweeted out shit happens with a, uh, a gif of her, like, shaking her head and looking kind of pissed off. Yeah, which I think is a... Okay, way to deal with it. It's right? a very Mariah Carey way of dealing with it. I mean, and now no one's going to talk about her for at least another ten months, so everyone's going to forget about it. Yeah, I mean, she was kind of. I mean, we were talking about her, but we talk about Mariah Carey a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, she was one of my divas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, I was actually. I think I was under the impression until quite recently that you still really liked her. I flip flopped. Yeah, I flip flopped. Mandela. Effect. It was after. <laughs> I mean, it was after the Mariah Carey's Merriest Christmas special. I just can't get past it. I'm I'm damaged goods now. I don't know. What did you think Mariah Carey was before? That? <laughs> I don't know. Talented. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know what. I just finally it was just the sheen was ripped out from before my eyes. And sometimes you just you gotta stare life in the face. You do. And you gotta say, you know what, Mariah Carey just isn't what she was anymore. Yeah. No, she's no longer the girl in the jean shorts and the the black tube top. <laughs> On the roller coaster. Sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. She's oh. gone. She died on the roller coaster. <laughs> yes, there, there's yet another Mandela parallel effect. universe. There's yet another parallel universe where she did die during the filming of the fantasy What video. if she is just a ghost now <laughs> that they bring out just to, you know, they even make her do all the screw-ups now. She's yeah. doomed to just sing the same song over, over and over, over every year. Something has to happen to free her, maybe. Maybe Ooh. she... Let's make that movie. Yeah, like, like something Marley, around Marley. Christmas. Maybe she... I don't know. Whoever it is that all she wants is them needs to actually forgive her or something, mm-hmm. um, or she needs to like right a wrong. That or I feel like she was singing the song. She like work, walked through an orphanage and like started like burning up all the orphans' gifts that they got <laughs> from like some kind of humanitarian society. She's like, all I want for Christmas is this stuffed animal, and she's like, Aah! because she became a monster, and that's why. And she did it. And now she's in purgatory forever in her nude suit. 
Oh, she is a monster. Did you know there was an entire team that was solely dedicated to getting her there on time? <laughs> like that was it. I can't wait for that to be my life. Though. What else? I does really, she have I to can't do? wait to have that. It was an entire team because she's famously late. That's her whole thing. Is that she's always late ooh, to ooh. everything. I like her even less now. Did you hear what the team called up the Dick Clark New Year's Eve team and asked? What time does the ball drop exactly? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Why have we been talking? We have to go back and correct the record on page seven. All the time we talked about how great she is. Otherwise, we're going to be in purgatory. I know. <laughs> we, are, we are trying to right the wrongs now. Okay. That's mm, all we can do. And it's also alleged that, you know, she says this isn't the song we did during rehearsal. It's alleged she didn't even show up for rehearsal. I it was a body it. double. Oh, <laughs> also in a nude suit. Yeah, also in a nude suit. Just so like, okay, that's what she looks like with the dancers. Like, you know, more for the dancers and the sound people and all that. Although I think that, I mean, that wouldn't that be what she does? Do they do mic checks anymore? Like, do huge celebrities do mic checks? Like I mean, that? they should do rehearsals at the very least. Yeah, you know, if they're doing like, you know, if you do the Super Bowl, you're gonna do a rehearsal. Of course, you know? but I mean, like a diva that big for like Dick Clark. I feel like she wouldn't do that. I feel like she should. She should. But yeah, yeah. of course she should do it. Right. Because it's like, on the one hand, you can be like, Dick Clark, but also like everybody, le- everybody not everybody likes, everybody watches Dick Clark's New Year's. You know, I'm glad. I feel like it's one of those things that I stopped doing now that I don't spend New Year's with my parents. Yeah. Like, it's on somewhere at every party I go to, but I don't watch it anymore. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. on at the party that we were at. Yeah, it's on, but it's like I didn't see any second of it. No, I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm not sitting there watching fucking TV. No, we even did the countdown twice. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> fucked up the first time. There was two different sides of the apartment, and like the people in the kitchen were like, Tim! Nine, and we were all in front of the TV going like, no, 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 And then they did it, and we were like, all right, fine. And then we were like, ten. So they had their New Year's. So we had our New Year's, and then they had theirs. And it was fun. It was two New Year's in one. Yeah, that actually sounds nice. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was It was very I thought nice. a fight was going to break out because no one believed the other faction. I felt like I was in West Side Story. <laughs> it was two di- completely different sides of the room. There, were, there was a war about to break out, but luckily the love of New Year's Eve won in the end. It ended in kissing. Mm-hmm. Again, the Mandela effect, two parallel universes in the same party. <laughs> one party. Man, your mind just got blown because of the na- Mandela effect. Everything in my life is going to be explained by parallel universes for the next couple of weeks. As long as you got something to hold on to. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, Mariah Carey did show up for sound check, but she did not dance. And they said the sound was kind of fucked up during sound check, too. But they assured her everything would be working by the time she got there. To me, it sounds like they had the B team on uh, this. (laughs) Yes. It really did. It it sounds like they had a bunch of fuck-ups working. Yeah, Uh, but again, like, it's like... Dick Clark's thing is tough because, like, on the one hand, it's a total joke that no one cares about, but on the other hand, it is on at every single thing. party. You do, you're going to want to have somebody... I would find it very unsatisfying to go to a mic check and have them be like, it's not working now, but it'll be working later. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it was watched by millions upon millions of people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe she'll come back from it, but did she even... Was she even really hurt by this? No, no. I don't think she gives a fuck. <laughs> She doesn't care at all. I think it's the pills, and I think her suit is so tight that she just, how do you think if your clothes are that tight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but she's also, we're going to go ahead and do a little early blind item here. Whoa. Whoa. A Mariah Carey <laughs> blind item. All right, Ooh. let's hear it. Oh, yeah. What wasn't said about the recent television appearance of this permanent A-list singer is that a shoot scheduled for one hour took four because the singer was so wasted. Yikes. Carpool karaoke. Really? And what? that's why they couldn't do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Very possibly. Interesting. Oh, yeah, that was the one you said that they had to That's su- sub I mean, in a bunch of other people. It was That was also part of my, the magic. The sheet <laughs> is gone. I can't, I can't, I, I mean, my rose-colored glasses are broken, and I can't tape them back together because then it's just tape on the glasses. Carpool karaoke is good because I think that if somebody can't hang at, at like singing a song in a car, then it shows you that we don't really love them. We don't love them. Watch Adele's. Exactly. You see Adele's and you're like, okay, you're flawless. Everything you do is perfect and we should all aspire to be exactly like you. We can't though because she's younger than we are. Molly, she's younger than we are and she's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's too bad. I love her. I love everything about her. I'll never stop. I feel like we would be remiss. I know it's not celebrity gossip, guys. 
But that Ronda Rousey fight. Rousey, how do you say last name? Rousey? Rousey. Rousey, Ronda the most Rousey. beautiful woman I've ever seen. <laughs> she was so beautiful. I think it was because, I think I'd like to follow it now because I saw a picture of her. She's so gorgeous, and, and then she flexed, and I was like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Ah! And she's so, so beautiful. It just She just got knocked out so fast. I know this isn't the place to talk about this. I don't give a fuck about sports at all. She's a celebrity, but yeah, there was a UFC fight, and uh, she she got the shit beat out of her last time. This was supposed to be her comeback fight. And she got the shit beat out of her even worse and even faster this time. Oh, that's why it was such a big deal? That was such a big deal, seconds. yeah. Yeah. Out. I saw the video, and it was hard to watch. Um, but I didn't realize why everyone was so... I was like, don't fighters lose sometimes? I didn't realize this was a second... Yeah, game. oh yeah, it was her last chance. Because it was a big deal when she lost last time. And it's an even bigger deal this time. She's done. I see. But she's going to be in movies. Although oh, yeah, I, I didn't know after that face. Although I did read in the blind items that she is a horrendous actress. I mean, understand, but that's but the, I can't remember her lines horrendous. I guess what I liked about it is that before the fight happened, I didn't know anything about this. I watched Amanda Nunez talking, who's the girl that took her out. She's like a judo, jiu-jitsu, one of those. No, I don't right, know. Right, Brazilian right. fighter. Yeah. But she's a boxer, and she was talking beforehand. She was just, like, this, like, sexy, tough woman, and, and she was basically talking about how, like, like Rhonda's so into Hollywood and commercials and all that. She's like, I want none of that. I fight. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I fight. And she just kept saying that. And I was just like, ooh, you're scary. <laughs> you are scary. And then when I saw that she got knocked out in 48 seconds, I was like, damn, girl. You did it. All you do is fight. Good for you. Yeah. It's this is a good for her. Good for her. I, I, I appreciate it. I was very scared of her and I think it's really great. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, good for her. Yes. It's a good for her. It's yeah. a good for her. That's it's a- not even a good for her. This is a good for her. Good for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of celebrity deaths since oh our uh, last three celebrity deaths. God. Yeah, yeah. Devastating. George Michael, uh Carrie Fisher, and Debbie Reynolds. Mother like boom, boom, boom. And daughter. One, two, three. Oh yeah. Broken heart. And Debbie Reynolds is, everyone will know, from my favorite movie, Singing in the Rain. I know. I'm sorry, Molly. I was very, I mean, you know, Singing in the Rain was to me as Star Wars was to many. Like, it was the thing that I, like. It was your thing. It was, like, that emotionally got me through my childhood, you know. So, but also I understand how devastated, uh, you know, Star Wars people feel about Carrie Fisher. People are, like, really, really sad. Oh, yeah. You know, I got to say, Bowie broke me. I don't yeah. care about celebrity deaths anymore. It doesn't Bowie affect me. One. It doesn't affect me in any way whatsoever. I think after Bowie, I'll never love again. Bowie, Prince. Yeah, I you mean, got to keep the guards up. 2016, yeah. good riddance. <laughs> but 2017, going to be a whole lot worse. The thing is, we're just getting older, everyone. We're just right. getting older, and it's more not, people are going to die. It's right. not just that we're getting older. It's just like, you know how many celebrities we've made over the years? Right. Everybody's a celebrity now. So, of course, we're going to have a celebrity Pop. die every other day. Popping them off. Yeah, just kind of the, the older we get, the more celebrity deaths there are going to be. Everyone's just getting older. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, everyone's making a big deal out of everything. George Michael, is his music that good? Not as good as everyone's pretending. I really like Father Figure, though. It's fine. It's fine music. (laughs) (laughs) You're just saying that he's no David Bowie. I mean, that is true. Very fair. It's fine music. And you know what? And I totally get when people mourn him as a gay icon. I absolutely get that he's very important in that scene. Don't pretend like he was some musician on the level of Prince and Bowie, which no, I think, which I think people were kind of trying to lionize him as just a little bit. But it also depends on what generation you grew up in. Like my sister's generation, those like early forties, like my sister fucking loved him. She loved him. <laughs> I'm not saying that she's got the best taste in music, but I know that like I mean, she fucking loved him. Yeah. yeah. So it just depends on your age. Depends on what you're around. I mean. Different strokes, guys. Different yeah. strokes. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. strokes. Alan, speaking that. of different strokes, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Did we did it I did we discuss Alan Thick? We actually didn't. 
Alan Thicke died. didn't. Yeah. I know that's growing pains, but you know, still. <laughs> no, I understand. But different strokes. Yeah, Speaking of yeah, different strokes, which is a sitcom, also a sitcom, is growing pains. Alan Thicke died. Yeah, Alan Thicke died, father of my least favorite musician on earth. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly. In my head, I was thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio because of the adoption in Fictional growing father pains. of my favorite actor on earth. Real life father of an absolute dipshit of a man, Robin Thicke. But um, we didn't talk about Alan Thicke and his also kind of, I don't really care, but I guess that's sad. That's <laughs> sad, you know? Yeah. It is sad. Yeah, so you don't have, people, you don't have to pretend about everything. Right, right. You really and you know, don't. Debbie Reynolds, I think, is it's you know I didn't to be honest didn't realize she was still alive until she issued <laughs> uh, a statement about Carrie Fisher. What's tragic about Debbie Reynolds is obviously that she died so shortly after her daughter and uh, you know but she was in her eighties and I mean she did say she wanted to be with Carrie. Mm-hmm. I think it was one of her last words. And they're having a joint funeral. But my mom of course called me right after she found that out and she goes, you know I would do the same thing <laughs> if you passed. I would be right behind you. <laughs> I don't think that I could live. I, I wouldn't be sobbing on the phone. I was like, Mom, this has nothing to do with us. I just want you to know that if that happened, I just, I'd be right behind you. And I was like, right behind me in the fucking never was? What are you fucking talking about, Mom? <laughs> But it was oh. so overdramatic. Oh, no, I did not get that phone call. From my <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing to do with us. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what people kind of do. You know, they, they tend to make it about themselves. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I really don't know why. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. And Carrie Fisher, in addition to being, you know, the leader of the Rebel Alliance, which I'm becoming, I saw Rogue One, and it made me appreciate other Star Wars is even more. I would say, I would, I could see you really loving Rogue One. It was fucking great. I saw it twice in the theater. I, I loved it. And now I actually want to rewatch four, five, and six anyway. But uh, in addition to Carrie Fisher being an understandably totally iconic person because of that character, she also, everybody loves her rightfully and awesomely because she spoke so openly about mental health stuff. Yeah. And did a bunch to, like, so it's like, like with George Michael, it's like, you know, some celebrity dads, like, Alan Thicke is just like okay <laughs> and then with others it's I like I want my Ziva Ziva I love you so much you know Growing Pains when I was growing up was one of the only shows that really gave me <laughs> yeah right maybe really somebody me love can, a father figure like George Mike maybe somebody can get up on a on a you know box about Growing Pains <laughs> but um, but yeah then there's you know right like I feel like Bowie and Prince and I would put uh, Carrie Fisher in a, sim- in a category of like not only making it like art that was so amazing but also like representing something for people that is like that's what people mourn when they die you yeah. know she was a good shit molly i'm sorry i am paying attention to what you're saying but are you wearing bluetooth earbuds what is around <laughs> your neck <laughs> I can't stop staring at them, yeah. and I think that they're Bluetooth earpieces. I got two syllables for you. Groupon, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, are, they are Bluetooth, they are, right? You got a Bluetooth, Bluetooth around your neck. They're Bluetooth, and they're dorky as hell. It's like a, it's like the 2017 equivalent of having like a, like a belt clip for your cell phone. <laughs> uh, not good headphones to have because you can't use them on an airplane. So what are they for? <laughs> I mean, I'm. I'll tell you what they're for. My my other headphones, the ones that come free with your phone, broke mm-hmm. because they all break. And I needed some headphones. And you know, every headphones I get are garbage shit ones that that sound like shit. These these two, <laughs> uh, turns out. But they were on. Groupon for like twelve bucks. Do you wear them permanently around your no, neck? No, I sometimes forget. I sub- it's not a fashion statement. I thought this is like the new Molly. She's got a Bluetooth around her neck no. at all times. No. Oh, she, she doesn't know what she's gotta listen. You see Molly's new Bluetooth? No, it's not like cool. Like if you have like Beats by Dre around your neck, it looks so. Somebody asked me if it was Google Glass. I was like, you just stop leaving them around my neck. It's just convenient because they're in a little like horseshoe. Yeah, they are. Around you. your neck, but they are not stylish. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to no, no, make no. fun of them. I just um, no, I had to. That's, <laughs> it's okay. They're very embarrassing, but they are wireless and it's convenient. And I think that is the new hip. I, I'm pretty sure. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not hip. 
I mean, my middle schoolers all want wireless headphones, but they don't want the ones that look like this. They want actual, like, ones that look like headphones. You're just going to lose them. I would never buy those for my kids. I won't even buy them for myself. Not earbuds. Like, they want, like, the cool-looking. Oh, big, yeah. Those are ones. hundreds of dollars. Yeah, right. They can go get another dream. That's <laughs> what they can get. those wireless earbuds, no fucking no, thank, thank you. you. I lost you them already. You can even answer your phone on your Bluetooth? Apparently. I haven't tried. But you should be doing this. Yeah. And it has, they're, mag- they're magnetic also. Did I mention they're magnetic? <laughs> they're magnetic. <laughs> I just imagine you get home, you ring them off your neck, pop them on the fridge. Wait till you leave next time. Gotta grab my Bluetooth. They're not magnetic like I store them on the fridge. <laughs> oh. They're magnetic like the little um, air, uh, earbuds. Oh, the earbuds are magnetic. Isn't that fun? They are Isn't that convenient? Fun. Stylish and convenient. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I just had to... No, it's I okay. Had to, I had you to can say something. make yourself sick with laughter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't that what January's all about? It really is. January's all about just laughing and loving. And not watching the new Duplass Brothers movie. We talk about the Duplass Brothers, right? I don't think so. I really love the Duplass Brothers. Who are they? They make movies together. One who is usually the behind the scenes one is the shitty fucking son in Transparent. And then the other one is in The League. And they did this movie together called Creep. They've been writing and like he, like one accident and the other one like writes and they direct it together and they produce things together and they're not everybody's bag but I really really enjoy them and they just came out with this really new sad movie called Blue Jay and it's on Netflix and the only other movie that it recommended underneath it was Other People which I've talked about mm. on here many times and so it's like in that kind of vein but it's more real and it's about a relationship that like they haven't seen each other since they were in love like 15 years ago when they see each other in their hometown and they reminisce for a night mm-hmm. but it's him and Sarah Paulson Who's like in American Horror Story? She's that hot lesbian that uh, dates that older lesbian. Yeah. Also, she was Marsha Sharp. I in was a, yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People versus OJ. Yeah. Dude, I like her. And she's so fucking good in it. And she just because like I watched it because someone said you never get to see Sarah Paulson play vulnerable, and she's vulnerable in this, and she and it's it's beautiful. It's like watching a play. And um, afterwards. I just was like empty and upset and thinking about my past. <laughs> and so I cried myself to sleep. Um, but it is really good. <laughs> was this, did you do this on New Year's Day? Um, I didn't do, no, I did this all by myself. Um, the uh, Christmas Eve Eve. Okay. By myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Watch that. That sounds Drink festive. some wine by myself <laughs> with just the Christmas tree lights on. And I watched it and I cried. Well, thank God all that's over. Actually, it's not. You still have a Christmas to go. I got Christmas next week, guys. I got double Christmas next week. I have so much shit to do. Why did I do Christmas after Christmas? I don't know. Yeah, you got... I'm not going to make this easier for you, except that you I get to watch Scrooge again. You get to watch Scrooge again, and you are famously good at giving gifts, and so I know that you'll do good. Dude, I'm fucking on fire this year. Nice. I'm doing it. Yeah, you'll do great. Thanks, guys. I believe in you. Is this your favorite present? Is Bluetooth your favorite present? <laughs> I bought these for myself. It's not a gift. Oh, okay. Uh, if it was a gift, a gift I would yourself. have a, Yeah, well, I would at least be able to be like, oh, yeah, these unstylish things, somebody got them for me. <laughs> um, what was my, this hat that I'm wearing is also a present. It's a nice hat. The, thank you. It's from the university in my hometown. Um, and... What else? I got some books. My family mostly does books and hats every year. Always hats, local themed hats. Local um, themed hats. Like University of Iowa. I mean, I got an I got an alma mater uh, hat. Yeah. I got my Florida State hat. Yeah, you know, a college hat every year. I love it because I wear it to work. People are like, Knowles. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Knoll Nation. Everyone's like, yeah, man. Does anyone do the tomahawk has- chop? Oh, yeah. We're all chopping. Uh-oh. We're <laughs> chopping at each other. I couldn't give a fuck. My favorite's just like, yeah, I never actually been inside the stadium, but I have blacked out out front of the stadium <laughs> many a time. Uh, in a tailgate? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't care about the balls. I just care about the food and the booze. I've never done a tailgate, but it sounds, I love, I love football food and football booze. Why aren't you, you only, I only yeah. tailgate. Yeah, yeah, you'd love tailgate. Yeah, oh I think God, I would like great. it a lot. Oh my God, it's great. You get koozies. Yeah. You get great food. That was the time. We got like a month. Yeah, I think I would like it a lot. My, 
I don't know why I've never been to a tailgate, actually. I don't know. I've been to countless ones. Really? Yeah, I couldn't tell you how many tailgates I've been to. Hell, I've been to high school football game tailgates. That's great. Yeah. Especially when you have an actual truck to actually hang out in the back of. Yeah. Boy, that'll tell you, there's nothing like getting wasted and watching children beat each other up. Well, I don't know if there were kids around of mine. <laughs> I was too get busy getting grabsy. <laughs> get me in the bed of that truck. I'll get grabsy. Mm, not with the kids. There were no kids. <laughs> I, well, swear. <laughs> I swear to it. Well, we were talking earlier about people getting older, and that's what today's list is all about. Who's old? Who's old? Gotta have that list. list. Do they we, are old. Are we updating the sun? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is celebrities who turn 60 years old this year. 60 oh. years old. Mm-hmm. Daniel Day-Lewis. <gasps> I love him. Look at how good he looks. He is handsome Wait, as whoa, whoa, fuck. whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at his two earrings. Double hoop earrings? <laughs> <laughs> the picture I'm showing is of him wearing double hoop earrings. I, I love know. I love men with two earrings. I'm not sure about hoop earrings. I don't... See, hoops make me think of pirates. Yeah. And I'm not a big pirate fan. But I do love a man with two earrings. Like that and dumb... two com- different ears, not two earrings in one ear. Yeah, because that's a little rough. The um, There's that pirate commercial where the pirate tells everyone that the pirate is going to steal all the money. He goes, yeah, and they smell bad, too. He goes, no, you smell wonderful. Yeah. I hate that commercial. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know exactly It's one. because it played all over the place. Yeah. And I was at home for like two days and I was like, fuck this commercial. Yeah. I want it off the airways. <laughs> I don't like talking about stinky either. You know that. <laughs> You don't even you say don't the like word talk- stinky, and, I, and I, I, I hear the word stinky when the parrot says they smell bad, too. And I hate it. Oh, I hate stinky. So you got something against the word stinky? I hate stinky. Oh, who's got a stinky diaper? Do you hate like the word <laughs> stinky? I, I thought like you were talking stinky. about a character. No, stinky. Oh, I'm stinky. It just makes me think of, like, a girl that's had too much sex, and she goes, oh, you can't kiss down there. I'm stinky. <laughs> 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 I just I've never talked about my feelings of stinky No I've never no. heard your feelings on stinky I really It took me a second to catch up with what you were, where you were going I hate the way my mouth moves when you say it Stinky And I always have to say it like stinky like I have to have that extra like Y in there Stinky Yeah like stinky, oh, you got a stinky diaper. Ugh, I do, Ugh. especially baby talk stinky. Oh, who's my little stinky boy? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't like it either. Your child shouldn't be stinky. <laughs> if it's stinky, put it in a fucking shower. What, how do you feel about smelly? Smelly is fine, but I guess I just don't talk. It's like I'd rather say like, oh, me huele. It's like I'd rather say it in Spanish. There's something about smell. Talking about like like smelling something. Go, oh, smelly, stinky. Yeah, I think I might like smelly less than I like. Whoa, stinky. really? Smelly. It's so formal, but also so babyish. I would rather say it doesn't smell good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's fine. It smells bad. Yeah, yes. I, yeah, smell bad is fine. Yeah, but smelly. Yeah, stinky. God, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man. Yeah, I got one who, who is a, might be a stinky man. Ooh, who? Steve Buscemi. Do you think Steve Buscemi's stinky? I feel like he looks too weird to be stinky. Yeah, he, right. I think he probably smells like really strong aftershave. Yeah. Or cologne. It's the same with, I feel like I've had this conversation with Ed many times. As bigger people, we can't afford to not smell good. Mm. You, if you are a bigger person, you have to smell good all the time. Be, or else... What have you got going? <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter how you look in the face. doesn't matter anything else. You have to smell good. Yeah. That and is not true. stinky. <laughs> yeah, I'm stinky. <laughs> I'm just going to teach my kids to do that every time they have. They, they oh, just went to the bathroom. Mommy, I'm stinky. Because I would change them so fast just to make them shut up. <laughs> Melanie Griffiths turning 60 this year. Wow. Good yeah. for her. God, we're getting old. Nah, we're not getting old. We're fine. Melanie they Griffith is good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Turturro, he's turning 60. Wow. I guess I feel like, I thought he was a lot older than that. Right? You wow. feel like, yeah, Frances McDormand, that's a little bit of a surprise. I wouldn't wow. think she'd be 60. I guess all those movies, because I'm in my head, I'm like, oh, Barton Fink, he's not that old. Barton Fink was probably over 20 years ago at this oh, point. Oh, easily over right? 20 years ago, yeah. You know, wow. this is kind of surprising. Ah. 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 Deborah. 
<laughs> that is not what he sounds like, Marcus. Dabra! Ah, Ray Romano. <laughs> oh, that's not that's what he's saying. Dabra! It's lower. It's like, ah. Oh. Oh. Dabra. <laughs> <laughs> he is looking good for 16. You know how I feel about it. Oh, I know. I know you know how. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, all your daddy figures are getting up there. I'm okay with it. Eventually, their third wives will lead them, and I'll be like, hey, I'm not even 30 yet. So how does the daddy scale work? Is there like a base daddy age, or does it like the it's... older you get, like the older the daddy gets? Right. Could it be like a young dad, like a 30-year-old dad? Yeah. Or could it, is it like as you get older, is like the dad age going to raise to like grandpa age? Is it going to be like granddaddy? I don't know, because I definitely like keep it to more like late 30s, 40s mm. as the lowest. Like has to be almost old enough to be your dad, not just a dad. Kind of, yeah. Kind <laughs> <laughs> but also in my head, like, I don't look at Ray Romano now, although I did because in Parenthood he looks really good. But, I mean, in the mo- for the most part, I'm thinking of, like, everybody loves Raymond, daddy. Okay. When he was in his, like, <laughs> mid-40s. Yeah. Mid to late 40s. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think 40s is the hottest time for a man. Think so? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40s. Yeah, men got nothing to worry about. Damn. All men in their 40s looking good. Definitely. Maybe I'm halfway all. there. Halfway there, baby. Yeah, man, I'm turning 34 in a few weeks. Well, you're not halfway there. Almost halfway there. You're almost. You're pushing. You're in your <laughs> early 30s. Vanna White turns 60 this year. Mm. Wow. Yeah. In my mind, she still has kids, though, right? Isn't she always pregnant? <laughs> Isn't like she one of those eternally pregnant women? Kind of seems like it, right? Yeah. God, it's just Pat Sajak is so ugly. Yeah. His yeah. face is so plastic. And he looks like the Mad TV guy. Not in the way you do. You look like it in a fun way. He looks like it in a scary way. Yeah. Well, I like think, in a puppet way. I think he looks like a plastic raisin that's been stretched out. Yes. Mm. And it looks like his face was made out of, it's like made out of clay. And right before he goes on, people are like, wait, wait, no. Your side is completely slipped off the, your skeleton <laughs> face. So they have to mold it back up for him to have a smile. Yeah. And also his hair comes on and off. Before he goes on, does it really? It, well, I don't know. It just looks. Like, <laughs> it has to. It looks he, like he's a, got Ken hair. Like yeah, mm-hmm. and not even on top, like the back too. Like it's like one helmet that it comes off and then back. That's on. kind of fun though. And then you don't even have to worry about implants or anything. I'd wear my head hat. Yeah, I'd do that. Too. <laughs> yeah, I'd wear a hair hat. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like yeah, like John Travolta. John Travolta wears a hair, hair hat, hat yeah. and he loves it. And he hell, he takes pictures with people with his hair hat off. Yeah, like yep. that guy in the, in the, the gym. gym. Like the guy in the gym. I mean, it could be that he took the picture in service of his own penis, but he still let the picture be taken. And that's okay. That's totally okay. You know, I've been watching People vs. OJ again. Yeah, where are Wait, you, where are you it? watching it? Oh, on your On your illegals. Yes. You've got oh, your tools. I want it. I do have my tools. I mean, you can watch it on Punt Locker. You keep saying these things, yeah. and every time I try, We're it's, afraid. Like, it's like, if you do it, you'll be sorry. <laughs> and I know I will be, and I'm scared of it. Yeah, but I'm still just, I'm reliving. Pot liquor? Pot liquor. <laughs> put locker. Put locker. Put, put, put it in your locker. Put. Yeah, put it in your locker. Put locker. Put locker. Yes, put locker. And, I'm, you know, I'm really enjoying, again, John Tra's performance in that. He's so good. Yeah, he's so good in that particular role of playing oh, God, a bad person. <laughs> I think, I, oh, fuck, what's it called? It's on Netflix. We just saw this movie. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but we're going to watch it probably tonight. I think it's called, like, Bad Cop Bad or something. There's a new Nick Cage movie with Willem Dafoe in it. Oof. It came out in 2016. I think it went right to Netflix. It's some sort of cop movie where they're trying to kidnap some mob boss's daughter or something. And um, it looks really, really bad. But it, you guys didn't hear about this movie, did you? No. I have to watch it. Yeah, and I haven't heard of any of the two movies that John Travolta was in this year. He was caught in a movie called In the Valley of Violence. A mysterious stranger and a random act of violence drag us town of misfits and nitwits into the <laughs> bloody crosshairs of revenge. <clears throat> Ethan Hawke's in it, too. Oh, God. So it's just like a regime of uh, barely alive actors. Okay, this one <laughs> I have to watch. It's called I Am Wrath. A man is out for justice after a group of corrupt police officers are unable to catch his wife's killer. Check out the poster. 
Oh, da, da, he is oh, rad. Hair hat is alive <laughs> and well. Yeah. Christopher Maloney's in it. Yeah. Oh my God! We'll watch. Hair hat is secured Pot by uh, uh, adhesive sideburns. Mm, yeah, Christopher Maloney's in it, and the and Rebecca De Mornay. I bet she's turning sixty wow. soon. Wow! Three Musketeers have no fears. <laughs> Brian Drescher's turning sixty this year. Oh my God! Cancer schmancer. <laughs> I'm actually. I don't know how old I thought she was, but. 60 surprises me. Yeah. And I thought I think that's young for what I thought. That, I think so too. Dolph Lundgren. Mm. He's been hit so many times. Only 60? Only 60, yeah. I feel like 60 is just a lot. Maybe it's just because we're that's getting older. Exactly. Like 60 doesn't seem that old. That's to what's me. happening. 60 is not old at all. Carrie Fisher was 60 only, I think. Yeah, she was 60. Damn. You know Dolph who else Lundgren. is 60? Katie Corrick. Wow. That seems right What to me. kind of classy work has she had done? Because you can't exercise your face. <laughs> I mean, you can do certain things. You, you can, can get creams. You can put some... Scoot scoots. Some squirts. Shot puts. Yeah, into it, right? Yeah, you can get squirts up in there. But she doesn't even look like she's had squirts. She just looks like she's been cryogenically frozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fact, Maybe she's half frozen. The picture that they show of her, she does look half frozen. Half she does look frozen. half frozen. <laughs> so is her hair. Talk about her hair helmet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for Blind Auto. Hey, we can't see ya. Oh, we, all, we already did the Mariah Carey one, so let's Damn. move right on to the next. Apparently, this permanent A-list, mostly movie actor who does have multiple Academy Award wins and nominations has not had sex with his wife in years. Years. All the steroids over the years have caused him to not be able to perform. Sylvester Stallone? Or <laughs> <laughs> Italian Stallion was a long time ago. Have you ever seen the Italian Stallion? No, I've always wanted to. Do you know though. what the original title of it is? No, because they, they changed it afterwards. They changed it afterwards. The original title is Sylvester Stallone's first movie. It's a soft porn film original title party at kitty and studs will watch they um, stallion is much better it's it's a very bad softcore pornography movie what is it death race 2000 yeah death race 2000 he's in that he looks really good at it like that was he was sexy back then remember because he had a, a scene he was just wearing a towel and i'm pretty sure the towel falls off <laughs> if i remember correctly and it has the guy with the getting off getting off Getting off, and he died. <laughs> What's his name? David Carradine. David Carradine. <laughs> David Carradine. Yes, Sylvester Stallone's penis is not worked in a very long time. Yeah, poor you know. man. You imagine it's probably all knobbly and vain. Yeah, it's probably all show. shriveled up. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, the balls get tiny. But I thought that, like, with steroids and stuff, I thought you go, like, hump mad. I think you get anger mad. Like, I think you go, like, like punchy mad. Punchy mad. But I don't think you go humpy mad. Oh, that But that's sucks. the thing is that you might go humpy mad because you can't go humpy. You go punchy. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I no go humpy, I go punchy. I got two modes. Humpy <laughs> or punchy. <laughs> you better fucking wish I'm ready to have sex right now. And this last blind item, every single year that we've done page seven, this man has been at the top of the death list, and every single year he has escaped. This permanent A-plus list, mostly movie actor, is drinking himself to death faster than an illness can kill him. The old actor has gone back to his partying ways of 30 to 40 years ago. Is this the year that Jack Nicholson died? It has to be. <laughs> gone back to <laughs> his partying ways. <laughs> Every other blind item we ever read about him is like, he's so <laughs> drunk. <laughs> he's he's so doing drunk. so many drugs. He's fucking so many young... <laughs> women and is so wasted and yeah what does he have to go back to there's no going back no there's no going back this is going to be i guarantee you this i know i said that last year and i know i said it the year before but this (laughs) year is the year that jack nicholson dies yeah it's not fair i don't want him to die but no it's all these great younger people who died and he just i'm proud that he's still alive yeah I'm proud that he's still alive, too. But I think Jack Nicholson, I don't know if we're allowed to feel bad about his death. No. Yeah. no I, I mean, think it's he just, has 
lived it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I think it's a man who has lived his life to the fullest. Yeah. I mean, if he would have died in like 1981, it would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah, you already had like an amazing career. Yeah. I mean, he already, yeah, he already, he already had- banged the fuck out of Angelica Houston. So what else could you want? Done. Back when she was young, you know, those pictures of them when they were young, my yeah. God, just a passion. <laughs> my God, would watch it. I will watch it. So stick with us for the next year as we wait and watch. And I wait actually, for Jack Nicholson to l- die. Let it be only Jack Nicholson <laughs> in 2017. I'm looking forward to the awesome movie marathon I'm going to have, though, when he goes. Like, I feel like I'm already planning it. I feel like we should have a big party. That's a good idea. Have we talked about our favorite Jack Nicholson movies here? No. Yeah, what's your favorite one? Ooh. I'm going to go One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's oh, mine. Oh, that's a good one. See, yeah. my problem is I think of one and I'm like, well, that one's going. But then this was, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like him as a Joker, honestly, one of my, like as a kid, like that to me was amazing. It is But brilliant. you know, I mean, I'm probably going to throw out in terms of endearment, even though he's small in it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's hard not to. You got to do the shining yeah, with the look shining. on his face. I was going to say, shining yeah. is classic, but you just got to. He's like the, the, uh, the like quintessential my, yeah the quintessential terrifying dad daddy yeah <laughs> like dad's angry and i can't say i would fuck that dad cuz you know he looked like my dad <laughs> i can't say that he's a daddy i would fuck in the shiny just looked just like my father oh my god that's why it was even scary yeah, yeah. like dad's mad dad's mad he's, he's going to chop the fuck at us <laughs> he's coming after us don't go out in the snow what about one floor over the cuckoo's nest jack nicholson would you would you strip him i can't he like even the eyebrows looks just like my father growing up i can't that's really weird i can't do it no i can't do it Maybe Bobby Bill Bibbit. Bibbit. Brad Dorf? Bibbit. You would fuck Brad Dorf well, as a young man. And, well, that's what uh, Doug always gets uh, Brad Dorf as as his celebrity lookalike. Yes, yeah, he absolutely does look a lot like Brad Dorf. Yeah. So I would say that I would, and you know, I'd probably give the Indian a try. <laughs> I'd climb up that mountain, see if I was a brave eagle to top the peak. Mmm, juicy fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Not familiar with what you guys are talking about. <laughs> You're allowed to call him the Indian. When it comes to that movie, you can say the Indian. What movie are you talking about? One well, Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, The Chief. Gotcha. Yes. All right. Well, that's it for this week's page right. seven. I'm just sad it's over. I want to keep talking. We've got a lot more to go. I know we have more. We got a whole other year for it. We got a long year ahead of us, and a lot of death and a lot of weird stuff. But we'll be here every single week. Listen to Old Lang Syne and think about the video that Doug and I almost posted of us singing the song together, trying to harmonize when we were blackout drunk, (laughs) and no one will ever see it. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Happy New Year. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug, but I ended up connecting to the world around me, a world where each sunset was painted where I felt adventure's pulse with every step, and where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.